Log Talk Radio. Um, I said that it's very frustrating for parents to and it feels like people aren't taking things seriously or even when you go on social media and see some of the comments, it can become very discouraging. What really hit me, like I said, is the passion of the nurse and realizing that it's very late to get rid of and see other people suffer that way in the medical system. It's not entirely not, but the possibility is always true. So I think that was a breaking point for me and I thought we need to to just then answer this personal and also having the case of being in contact with people who are working directly with the location of me, you trust that they are undergoing. I'm just trying to keep their heads above water so I know people would have seen me, but I don't even really want people to focus on me. You know, there are people who are so much more stressed, there are workers in all capacities, not just the medical field. Who, who are really, really trained and, and putting their all into this battle. And I want people to understand. In your time of playing cricket as an off-spinner, surrounded by so many good fast bowlers even then, how did you make yourself a, you know, a, a staple in the team at that time? But I started as a leg spinner, and I played really? bowler quickly. Really? You started as a leg spinner? <laughs> yeah, I started I as a leg spinner. Really? I began to try as a leg spinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized that with, with my height and, and, and my high arm action, mm-hmm. I'm going to get bounced off of any wicket in the world. And if you're getting bunked, it is difficult to really hit you in the meat of the bat. It hits more higher up. And therefore, you get catches all around. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. Have, have you seen any of our off-break bowlers uh, of recent vintage? No. No. Okay. No. no? They, they're not spinning the ball. They're not spinning the ball. Okay. No. Wow. Like who? Call a name. Mm, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> you seen them like, well, like me? Right now, right now, there's Raheem Cornwall. You got Cornwall. What do you think of Cornwall? Chase, Chase is an occasional spinner as well. Yes. Don't know if you've happened to see how, them. How could you take two steps and bowl? <laughs> oh dear. Where is the, where is your rhythm? Where is that rhythm? Mm. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Maybe strength is is uh, replacing <laughs> rhythm there. <laughs> Listen. Yes. As a spin bully, as a spin bully, you got to, to use the crease, right? right you got to right. return crease, yes. and you got the stumps there. Right. The ball between those two, right? I I then never had to go around the wicket to bowl a lot, because by using the crease, I could get close to the stumps on the offside and still bowl and make it go on straighter instead of going around the wicket. as an off-spinner, surrounded by so many good fast bowlers even then, how did you make yourself a, you know, a, a staple in the team at that time? Well, I started as a leg spinner, and I really? played bowler quickly. Really? You started as a leg spinner? <laughs> yeah, I started as a leg spinner. Really? I started as a leg spinner. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I realized that with, with my height and, and, and my high arm action, mm -hmm. I'm going to get bunks off of any wicket in the world. And if you're getting bunks, it is difficult to really hit you in the meat of the bat. It hits more higher up. And therefore, you get catches all around. Mm -hmm. well, interesting. Have, have you seen any of our off-break bowlers uh, of recent vintage? No. No. Okay. No. no. They, they're not spinning the ball. They're not spinning the ball. Okay. No. Wow. Like who? Call a name. Mm, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen them like, well, like me? Right now, right now, there's Raheem Cornwall. You got Cornwall. What do you think of Cornwall? Chase, Chase is an occasional spinner as well. Yes. So look, you've happened to see how, them. How could you take two steps and bowl? <laughs> oh, dear. Where is, the, where is your rhythm? Where, where is that rhythm? Mm. Uh, interesting, interesting. Maybe strength is, is uh, replacing <laughs> rhythm there. <laughs> Listen, yes. as, as a spin bowler, as a spin bowler, you got to, to use the crease, right? right you got right. a return crease yes. and you got the stumps there. Right. The ball between those two, right? I I then never had to go around the wicket to bowl a lot because by using the crease, I could get close to the stumps on the offside and still bowl and make it go on straighter instead of going around the wicket. What he spoke about for Rakim Cornwall was bowling off two paces, yeah? That is one of Rakim's strengths. No rhythm, he found the batsman, he gets to his, his balls quickly. So the fact that Lance was concerned about it, it just goes to show you how, how far out of the game Lance is. Lance is 35 years old. I don't think he's in tune mm. with what's going on in, in modern equipment. And, and he went away thinking right, that, that he was onto something. But for me, he scored, he scored not. Forever, Rocket. 
and commitment and with a lot of support as well from people in the Caribbean um, we have a situation where Craig Brathwaite and his men brought the bacon home and this evening on Mason and Guests we celebrate the work of art from Kingston, Jamaica right through to Georgetown, Guyana. Of course we can't leave out uh, the, the, the region's uh, Mecca, Kensington Oval and of course Barbados we are quite happy on this show this evening 
to celebrate the work of art. And we've got a special show lined up for you as usual. We're going to be having Roger Harper on the show, the uh, chairman of selectors. In fact, he's now called the convenience selectors. We also go to uh, St. Vincent to talk to Dr. Ralph Gonzalez, the big cat Sir Clive Lloyd, whose letter inspired the men. And of course, Philo Wallace comes to call him. We also want to talk Super um, 50 cricket. The Barbados team not doing well at all. And when they'll come in a little bit later on the show, he's the manager of the side, and uh, he's going to come and talk to us as well. We also want to talk to a legend in Derek Murray. So we've got an interesting show lined up for you, and uh, we are hoping that Roger will join us very, very soon. I just spoke to him, and he's going to be with us very soon. But without any further ado, let's go to St. John's Antigua and talk to a great man, uh, a man called Sir Curly Ambrose. Hello, Sir Curly. How are you this evening, my friend? Hello, Andrew. I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? I'm okay. I'm. I'm. My smile is as broad as um as as St. John's. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, well, talk to me, Sir Curly, about this win. I mean, this really is a win that we should celebrate. Of course, we should. I mean, Andrew, I'm quite sure that you can remember prior to the guys departing for Bangladesh. I had a few interviews, and I think you were one of them. Right. And I said that these guys could string a few surprises because everyone kept talking about second string team. And I hate those words mm-hmm. because these guys are the next best in line. Right? So I am extremely excited, very happy for the guys who have gone there and, and won the series convincingly when not too many people gave them a chance. I'm very, very happy for that. Indeed. And when you look at it, you know, Craig Braffitt uh, came up trumps in terms of his tactics, certainly making the right moves. We had some very good performances. Kyle Mears' double century. I thought Bonner was brilliant in both test matches. And this young man, you know, Josh DeSilva continues to impress us with his cricket. Yes, I'm very, very happy. When you look at West Indies cricket, you know, we as West Indians, we are spoiled. Many years ago, when we were the best team in the world, just keep beating people left, right, and center. So it's a hard pill to swallow now that we're struggling a little bit. But beating Bangladesh in Bangladesh with this so-called second string team, as some people call it, I hate that. I'm very, very happy for the guys. I thought Barclay led very, very well from the front, you know. And he, I mean, generally, it was a great team performance. Kyle Mayers, you know, Bonner. Mm-hmm. Blackwood, the silver. I mean, these guys, they were so consistent in the bowling department. Cornwall, Warrican. You know, these guys, what, what impressed me most, we didn't rely on one or two players to carry the burden. Everyone chipped in at different times. So it's a whole team effort. That's the reason why we won. Mm-hmm. And talking about Cornwall, well, he's not going to be knighted like you, Sir Kirtley, but I'd imagine he's coming back tomorrow. In fact, the team is due home tomorrow, and that's going to be, they're going to be landing in Antigua. Of course, the, um, that series against Sri Lanka starts in Antigua. I want a performance from Ryan Cornwall. Talk to me about him. Yes. You know him well. Yes, he, he performed extremely well. I mean, uh, like he said, you know, he was prepared mentally for mm-hmm. the challenge and expected to bowl a lot of overs. And from the time he got that five-wicket haul in the warm-up game, 
said, you know what? This guy is going to do well. Right? So I'm quite happy for him. And of course, for the team, the whole team, the management, everyone, coach, everybody, because I, it, it, it was a team effort. Mm-hmm. There's no one particular person, and that made it so special. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Andrew Ford is with me. Doctor, good evening to you. Your smile is as broad as uh, Bangladesh. How are you, Doc? <laughs> nice to see you. Come on, bring that, bring that smile, Doc. <laughs> There's, uh, well, it's good, good to have uh, positive things to say about uh, the effort of the guys, and I think we're all pleased. Of course, we had our concerns at the beginning, but I, I guess we can reflect on, on the words of uh, the selectors and some of the other members of CWI saying that was, it was an opportunity, and, and thankfully on this occasion, the opportunity was taken. And as Sakurti said, the, the second match really showed the, you know, how together the team was and, and they all chipped in. And it, it, it reminds us of the, the way that the, the other, some of the other teams with the, the well-known players performed. But the important thing is that that winning attitude and that positive approach to the game, that's something that we want to have and also the competition for places and for people to really want to produce to, to do well so that they can represent the West Indies. So I really hope that Cricket West Indies would look at this group and would also look at the other players that are of merit in the in the test arena. I think test cricket is, is not dying. I know all over the world some they talk about keeping it alive and and you know playing with the pink ball but i think test cricket is, still has the imagination of most cricket lovers and we should keep this team together mm-hmm. make sure they're motivated keep working on them bring, bring whatever is necessary to develop mm-hmm. the spinners develop the fast goals develop the, the batsmen and just keep that keep going keep that curve going up for cricket west indies mm-hmm. Uh, so currently, I know that you are doing some wonderful work there with ESPN. You got you you you're making big money now, so currently, and you never bought me a drink uh, when I come to Antigua. Hopefully for the Sri Lanka, you you you, you need to buy me a drink there, so currently. Well, um, if we turn our attention now, because I know you just got another couple of minutes left here, uh, waiting for Roger Harper to join us by Zoom. Um, what has been the standard of the Super 50 so far? Are you happy with it, so currently? I am very happy. It has. I mean, it is going very well. Runs have been scored, some good chases, bowling. I mean, both spinners and seamers are getting wicked. The pitches here at the coolest pitch down has been fantastic. You know, um, so dual world standard is very good. And I'm really pleased to see the guys, um, you know, where we still have some guys who will get in and then give the batting away, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's something else we have to look at. But generally, the standard has been good. Cricket has been very good. I'm so can you explain the non-show really of the Barbados side with some big guns like you know Jason Hold in, in, in the side? You know you've got Jonathan Carter who's done reasonably well at the regional level. Ashley Nurse who can win a game for you. You've got two young bucks and of course Holder and, and Harden. What has gone wrong with the Barbados team? And in fact, when you look at the stats in the game against the Leewards. Barbados could not uh, defend 300, and they had as many as 30 wides. And in the game against Trinidad and Tobago, 18. So in two matches, 48 wides. Can you explain so currently what's gone wrong with Barbados? I certainly cannot explain. But it's 
I just believe that they, they're a little bit indisciplined, especially in the bowling department. You can't afford to give away so many extras every game in 50-over cricket. It can cost you, and so far it has cost them. Right? So and I think the bowlers need to be a little more disciplined. And, of course, the batsmen have to try and score some more runs. Most of these guys get in. You talk about Jonathan Carter. Mm-hmm. He got a couple of half centuries. Yes, got yes. in, mm-hmm. got out. You know, great Justin Gay. So there's a few guys who just start and just never press on. And in terms of the 300 that they lost against the League of Ireland, mm-hmm. at once they were closing. Yes. And we all thought that, okay, they're going to win this game. But, I mean, Casey Carter played well to get 100. But what changed the game? Was that cameo from here the world? Yes, player. yes, 26 and 1 over from, from Shamar Holder, yes. 29 balls. That changed the whole complexion. Godly was back into the game, and they got off the line with three balls left. Mm-hmm. But generally, the Bible team, they're not looking the way I expected. But like I said before, the bowling has to be more disciplined. The channel for to give up so many, so many um, extras. Mm. Just before Dr. Ford comes in again, what advice do you have for this young man, Shamar Holder? Here's um, a young bowler. He made his debut in New Zealand, looked impressive in the test match that he played. But in the one-day competition, he went to, um, to, uh, to Bangladesh, didn't do very well, and now struggling for the Barbados team. What advice, as a former great possible, do you have for this young man, Shamar Holder? I, 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 do like, I, look, I do like Shamar Holder. I think he's got a lot of potential. And can, and, can, and can continue to do well. Now, he's going to a rough patch, which mm-hmm. all of us have gone through. Mm-hmm. My advice to him is not to panic. That's the first thing. Just go back to basics. Just try to remember the things that he has done to make him successful. And just keep, and keep the cricket simple. You know, sometimes when you're struggling, you tend to try a million different things. And it may only get worse. So my advice is Chima Hola, Keep it simple. Do not panic. Just reflect on the things you've done to, to be able to make you successful and go back to doing them. Keep it simple. And the form will come back. Uh, Dr. Ford? Hi. Uh, well, so currently, um, the, really and truly, the, the Barbados Pride had lost two players to COVID, and I think they would have lost some very important preparation time due to the team having to, to be kind of quiet and secluded because of, of that activity. And I, be, I believe that those days that the team um, missed out on training is showing in their game. Uh, my question to you is, what's the difference? We know Shamar Holt is a good bowler. We've seen him in the four-day competition. We've seen how he bet his team spin. But the difference between long version cricket and 50-over cricket so what is the difference for a fast bowler in approach to test cricket versus 50 over cricket? With the approach has to be different. First of all, in four-day cricket, you need 20 wickets to win games. In ODI cricket, the first thing that a bowler should be thinking about, in this instance, Chima Holder, is containment. Because you don't have to get 10 wickets in an ODI to win. You don't have to pull the team out. What I find sometimes with him, I think he's striving a little bit too much to take wickets. So my advice is think about containment. And as long as you contain batsmen for long periods, they must find ways to score. And then the wickets will come. Yes, every bowler 
want to see a couple of wickets in a wicket column. But there's a process. You contain for long periods, you build pressure. And when you build pressure, that's when we try things out of the ordinary, out of the norm, to get one, and then the wickets will come. So that is my advice to him. Just contain, keep the pressure on, the wickets will come. All right, well. Are there any young, are there any young batsmen that you've seen that have impressed you so far in the tournament? Well, there are quite a few. I don't particularly like to call names, but respectfully, you know, sometimes you just start calling names. And okay. Say, you know, because you call him again, they probably start to lose focus and figure they've arrived and you know, that kind of thing. So I try not to call names too soon. I, I prefer to see them for the longer period and how consistent they are mm-hmm. in that kind of way, respectfully. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so currently we want to thank you very much indeed for coming through and talking to us. Um, I know you're going to go and do some work. There. What, what's the latest score in the match today with the, um, the Windwards uh, playing against you, Mick? What's the latest score, so currently? Yeah, well, you know, the Windwards got to 260 of the 58 of the 50 overs. Right. Jamaica really struggling. 61 for five. 61 for five. In oh, 15 overs. In 15, 15 overs. Well, 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 they have not won a game like Barbados. Can you imagine? Um, Barbados not winning. It looks as if Jamaica um, will lose here. So this is not good news at all. Uh, and they've got some pretty good players. Well, I want to thank you, Mr. Kirtley, for coming through and talking to us. And enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Okay. Well, uh, Mason and guests, please to have the Prime Minister of St. Vincent on Zoom with a smile as broad as... Um, um, Stubbs, I know Stubbs, you know, I know Stubbs. I've got some land in Stubbs, Prime Minister, indeed. And it's really a pleasure to have you on the show, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez. And of course, uh, we, we call you the five star general. And I understand maybe the six star general a little bit later on. Roger Harper's joined us a little bit late, Roger, but I'm sure you don't mind being in the company of this, of this great uh, gentleman. And already I can see Derek Murray as well join us. What company, uh, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez? How are you this evening, sir? Nice to see you. Well, well I'm, I mean, really, first of all, I thought you would see as, as broad, the smile as broad as the Caribbean Sea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here with Mason, with Mason the Great. <laughs> yes, indeed. Nice I'm to see you. With, 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 with Roger and, and, and my brother Derek. Yes, indeed. You know, two, two icons of this game. Yes. Well, um, so we... You're, you're smiling. You're, you're smiling because of the two the two nil victory in Bangladesh. I am indeed. I, I am indeed. Well, Roger Harper has joined us, and of course Derek Murray is uh, as well. This is a, a wonderful team. We're going to start with you, Prime Minister. Uh, your reaction to the victory by the oh, West I thought, Indies? I thought, I thought you were going to start with the fellows who who play this thing at the highest level. <laughs> <laughs> just a connoisseur of the sport, you know. I, I just love it. <laughs> Indeed. All right. All right, well, well, well you, you're going to give way to Roger Harper, the chairman of selectors. Roger, nice to see you. How are you? I give, I will give, I give way, I give way to the the tall man with the offspin. Yes, indeed. Roger. Roger, your, your reaction to the victory. Good evening, CM Gonzalez. Always a pleasure to see you. Good evening, uh, Andrew and Doc and I understand um, Derek Murray is yes, on. Yes, he's very much with us as well, yeah. Good evening, everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's a 
I am very excited and happy that, you know, we've managed to pull that off. More uh, delighted for the young players because I saw a great sense of passion, determination, and that sort of never-say-die attitude, you know, and that team spirit really came through there. And I thought, you know, uh, it was really amazing because we, we won one game, batting second, you know, mm-hmm. when we seemed out of it. And, you know, someone stood up and really played, you know, a remarkable inning, well supported at the other end by, you know, the, the, the new rock of the West Indies, it looks like, you know, especially on that tour. And um, in the other game, we, you know, we, we batted first, set the target. And, you know, really fought hard and defended it admirably. I think, you know, all kudos to the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all played a terrific part and the team spirit and support to each other was plain to see. Right. Well, well, uh, well Derek, you, you, you said um, on this program a couple of weeks ago, just before the guys went to Bangladesh, we have nothing to lose. And I'm sure you're quite happy with the wonderful performance of this team led by Craig Brathwaite. Good evening to you, Derek. Trying to, um, I think, uh, Derek, I, we're trying to pick you up, yes, um, connecting to audio, that's what they say. And, of course, we'll try and see if we can get uh, Derek Murray. But let's go to Prime Minister. So, uh, Prime Minister, you, you actually were promoted in the batting order because Derek um, didn't have his pads on. <laughs> so I go to you. <laughs> You're muted. You're muted, Mr. Prime Minister, and and, and we want to hear you. Yeah, okay, fine. I, I was saying, I was saying that for me to go above Derek, Derek must have been batting at number ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that he has ever batted. No, you know, as as I watched the game, I, one of my one of my favorite poets is Walter Butler Yeats. Poets outside of the Caribbean. And here's a poem, The Second Coming. And and he addresses the question that things fall apart and the the center cannot hold. But that's not the part the part I want to address. He says the best of all lack commitment. And the worst are full of passionate intensity. But in this team, which they said was not the best, but they were not the worst. But what we saw from this was commitment mixed with their skill and a temperament in difficult circumstances which very experienced players would be proud to emulate. I saw the baton of Bonner Mm -hmm. and of the silver. And in one innings, well, in the the first match, really, the the baton of Mayers. Mm -hmm. And Mayers 
left hand the bat stands up straight and comes down. Made 40, 40 I think, in the mm-hmm. first Yeah, in the first inning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the double, the 209, 210 in the second. I, I, I saw most of it. As you know that I have a, a part-time job as prime minister, and, and on nights I, 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 I stay up and watch West Indies play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still. <laughs> and lots, lots of coffee and, and biscuits, yes, you know? Yes, indeed. Yes, and, 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 um, and my, my wife saw me in, when, she get, when she got up in the middle of the night and looked in my study and she saw me there still watching. And I'm very cheerful with her. She said, ah, West Indies is winning. Yes. Because when I'm when we are not winning, I'm irascible. <laughs> <laughs> and she has to be around me as though she's walking on 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 eggshells, you know. Right. Yeah, but 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 um but I and then of course the bowling of well I thought all the fast bowlers bowled quite well mm-hmm. on on difficult surfaces and on on um a couple of spells. Gabriel was absolutely brilliant, mm-hmm. and then the, the 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 spin combination of um, our brother, the big one, the big man from Cornwall, Antigua, Cornwall, yes, and 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 and, and, and Warrican, yes. different kinds of bowlers, mm-hmm. and in a way they complement each other, mm-hmm. and the the, the all round cricket. Of Azari Joseph, mm-hmm. and who is developing into a, a an all-rounder. He has good skills. I, I'd like to see him um, not allow his batting to to take away that immense promise that he has shown. He showed us from the under-19 mm-hmm. um, days as a fast bowler, and he has that ability. And he, he looks every part of a of a, a Test cricketer. And 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 Braffitt led the team with good sense, and what I would call Bayesian common sense. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and and there's a lot to be said for Bayesian common sense. You know, <laughs> he keeps a patience and a calm. Yes. You know, and he he knows that sun brightens stone. And he just stays at it. He stays at it. And the changes for the bowlers, um, I, I, I admire. I admire his work as a as a as a captain. I think that the in relation to Cornwall was the the the, the man of the the last match. Mm-hmm. Mayors in the first. And I think Bonner justifiably was the player of the series. Right. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. So he didn't he didn't excel to be the number one man in each of the games, but he he was pivotal right. in both of the games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and deservedly the, the person of the series, the man of the series. I I am um, Cornwall is a is a unique bowler. I think that when he when he turns. When he turns to bowl and he takes just two minor steps, mm-hmm. <laughs> as though 
He wants to conserve energy in his large frame. I've never seen a, uh, I've never seen a, a, a any bowler, a spin bowler, has such a short movement at the stumps before he delivers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for someone who is so big, he has a certain agility. I saw the, the last catch you today. Yes, yes, brilliant. You know, um, <clears throat> and one, one, you know, my brother Mason, though, though you are not in possession of his girth. No, no, not as yet, not as yet. I doubt whether you would have been able to reach and get that ball as quickly as, uh, as Cornwall did. You know, it, it's, uh, now, I, I want to transmit really mm -hmm. through all of what I'm telling you, and you can hear the immense joy. Mm hmm um in my in my voice it's it's as though to mix to mix the metaphors though a, a swallow spiritual baptist which speaks to the question about the, the, the darkness and the pain of the night and joy cometh in the morning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Was, this, this, this was how I, 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 I felt. And I think many, uh, many, many, many individuals in the region would have, would have get, gotten this sense of connection with this theme. You know, as, as, as I think the formulation in the Sankey is, weeping may endure for a night, mm -hmm. but joy cometh in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we have to, those in the younger generation who are fascinated with basketball, and I love basketball and, and hockey and everything else, and, um, and football, which I also love, and boxing, there is something which is about cricket and its connection with our civilization, which seems somehow across the board to inject in us a life and a sense and sensibility which when we perform pretty well, which is uplifting. And it's in our psyche. And the cricket, as, as CLR James says, beyond a boundary. But we are talking about what happened between the boundaries mm -hmm. on this occasion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But one cannot fail to appreciate what is happening within the confines of the boundaries if we don't go beyond that boundary or beyond any of the boundaries and i would have i would think that there would be a great deal of competition for places like the wicket keeper batsman mm -hmm. i i i like um the 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 hitherto number one choice of wicket keeper in 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 um in our team, mm -hmm. um, our, our, our Bajan brother, Norwich. Norwich. 
But I think everybody must say that this young man, De Silva, right. has, 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 has done very well. And what is interesting to me is the comments of when he was batting and Azari Joseph went in and Azari said that De Silva spoke to him repeatedly and guided him. Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting. This is a young man just starting on his test career. And Azari would have seen, have been around a little while. Mm-hmm. And this young man was guiding him mm-hmm. and holding him for the team. I, 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 I was very impressed with, with that, that particular observation. And I thought that I saw something in the silver. Again, we have to be careful that we don't make pronouncements on, on not full evidence over a, a time series, mm-hmm. over a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. And I think that Bonner, who came to the fore at 32, mm-hmm. certainly against spin, he appeared to the man of born. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and I, I, um, I, I don't know whether the pace of Anderson or Broad or Joffrey Archer mm-hmm. may expose weaknesses which we haven't quite seen. But I, I like what I saw, his composure, mm-hmm. um, his seriousness. And, and here, 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 here is an artisan, not flashy, but you can rely on him to make you your, your living room set. He takes your money and says, I will deliver it for you the day before Christmas. And you get the sense that you can rely on his word. Not a man who is going to give you after New Year's Day. But he said something which intrigued me. When, when a journalist asked him, well, how do you feel about batting? He said, well, I am paid to make runs. Mm-hmm. So I want to make runs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very interesting observation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He says, I have been selected and I receive a salary to make runs. I must put runs on the tins. Otherwise, I am not going to be able to justify my keep. Well, these, these are interesting notions. And they, 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 they're notions which reflect a wisdom and a maturity. Where persons with greater talent don't have that level of commitment and wisdom. And, and the, the West Indies selectors would have to be, be, be reflecting on many of these things as they select mm-hmm. the, 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 the team with the, the, the first, the, the, the next lineup. We need, I think we need an opening batsman to be there with crack bat, crack bat rate. I know that. I don't want to begin to spoil it and say, well, the silver opens for Trinidad, or he has opened before um, that, because I don't know what he would be like against top-class pace. Mm-hmm. But he has a good temperament, and I and I and I and I like that, and a, and a, a purposefulness. I was discussing, I was discussing um, 
many of these players with 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 Mike Finley. You know, I would yes. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't just watch the game. I will have to go and learn <clears throat> and learn about it at the feet of the masters and and to offer opinions which which I can test them against the judgment of of of, of these experienced players who know cricket inside out. But what I saw gives a ray of hope. And it's something which conceivably we can build on. We need a pair of good, strong fast bowlers. There, there are a couple around. We have to nurture them well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would like to see Hope, hope has too much talent right. not to come back. Mm -hmm. And I am hopeful that Hetmeyer would watch these quote-unquote second-string players and say, well, these guys have something and I must learn mm -hmm. from them. With all my natural ability, I must learn something here. And, and to, to, to Mosley, I would say, young man, your time will come. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just stick to it. Don't, 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 don't worry. Don't, don't be despondent. Mm -hmm. You know, stay, stick with it. You have a lot of ability. And, and um, he has shown it in the, in, in, at lower levels. And, and he, will, he will get to show it, I think, in time mm -hmm. at higher levels. So we have the, the nucleus of, of something mushrooming mm -hmm. and and competition for important places i would i would i i we need though a couple of good fast bowlers maybe maybe lloyd maybe lloyd is correct in an assessment that that hold ought to have gone mm -hmm. the young man mm -hmm. from 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 barbados they 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 should have gone to, Sh to um, Shamar Holder, mm -hmm. Shamar Holder, mm -hmm. not 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 Jason, no, um, and 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 would have learned mm -hmm. hard work, right, on on those pitches, maybe maybe, but that's gone, that's mm -hmm. gone, that's gone, that's we, gone, that's gone. We just have to look forward, but we have some. There's there's Oben McCoy from um, Saint Vincent and the Grenadines, and just by the way, Dobabilas rightly claims, um. Uh, Warrican. Yes. <laughs> Warrican's Warrican is of incension. Mm -hmm. His father is Professor Warrican at the university. They're from my home village in Connery. Okay. I play I played with Warrican's grandfather. Okay. When Warrican, when Warrican's grandfather died, Jamel came to St. Vincent in our village in a small church, a small evangelical church, mm -hmm. to say farewell to his grandfather. And I told him about his grandfather as a left-hand opening batsman. He didn't know. And about his uncle <coughs> as a hard-hitting middle-order batsman. Mm -hmm. Good tradesmen. And the Warkan family is a very disciplined family. And you see the discipline in young Warkan, in young Jomel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you see the discipline coming forth. Mm -hmm. So I, there's a, there, there are all of these things, Mason the Great, that, that you take into account when you're assessing and looking forward to these personalities. 
I think Mason has left. He has, he has left the program for for the five star general, the the the, the, the ancient warrior. That's what you have done. Um, that's what you have done. I'm sure. You'll be back. But but your insight shows that you've been watching very keenly the the series as it's been going on. And oh, yes. Yes. And I'd I'd like to turn to Derek and ask him to Derek Murray and ask him uh, what insight has he got from watching the this young team perform in Bangladesh. Derek? Uh, you're muted, Derek. You're muted. Turn it on. Derek? All right. Uh, Roger, you, 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 okay, Derek, are you hearing you now? All right, okay. Yes, okay, I'm fine, here. okay. I'm here. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think I was muted by the fact that you all have set me up. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I can follow the esteemed prime minister <laughs> and wax anywhere near as lyrical. So... <laughs> We'll be taking down the tone of the, the conversation now, I presume. <laughs> we are in the... <laughs> Excellent. Right. Honorable, thank you very much for, for allowing me to share in some of your joy. Because I think uh, there is nothing but pride that we as West Indians can feel in, in the performance of the team. That, that has just represented us um, so well in, in the last set series. What, whatever we expected or anticipated before, um, the boys have really done us proud. And, and I think that it is fitting that we should be celebrating them here today, individually and, and collectively. Mm -hmm. And I think it has reflected in the fact that in the last two days, I have not heard as much conversation about cricket, even during Carnival Monday and Tuesday in Trinidad. Forget that it's not on, it's only virtual. But for cricket to be dominating mm -hmm. the airwaves, the conversation, social media, everything, is really a great testament to the passion that the people have for West Indies cricket mm -hmm. that comes forth when we have something to celebrate. And those boys have certainly given us a lot to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And so we need to celebrate that. Mm -hmm. And yes, we, we need to, to single out people and give them their, their kudos. Mm -hmm. And back in the, the fact that we have now got a real problem for our selectors and our administrators as how can we match that excellence that we saw on the field with the support performances that are necessary to lift West Indies cricket on a consistent, coherent basis. This must not be another one-off. You know, a great victory and you sing their praises and then next time, you know, it's, it's back to same old, same old. A lot of things have to change. This victory, these two test matches that those boys went through in difficult circumstances, I can't imagine what it must be like to perform uh, in a, a sporting level in a bubble, whatever that is. 
and the restrictions that are placed in your, your freedom of movement, freedom of association uh, among the, the, the team, the other teams, the officials. And we need to, to take responsibility and say, okay, how can we actually ensure that this kind of uh, development takes place and allows West Indies cricket to flourish mm -hmm. with the amount of talent that we have. Um, so again, that would be my initial mm -hmm. comment. Um, and let's sing the praises of this team um, until they get out on the field again. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let, let, let's, go, let's come back to Roger, because I know, Roger, your time is limited. Um, so we're not going to take up too much more of your time, because you've got to um, maybe to pick a team. I'm hoping that um, you may be able to announce it uh, as, 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 as a special here on, on Mason and Guest, but of course, we know that's not going to happen. Um, so we're going to spend the next couple of minutes with you, Roger. Uh, of course, you're basking in the glory of a wonderful victory by the West Indies side. Let's look at some individual performances now. Bonnet is 32. What would have influenced you to have picked him? The silver, wonderful performance. I like him. Um, of course, Warcon, Jamal uh, Warcon, the left-arm spinner, was very good indeed. Kyle Mears did an excellent job. And, of course, Craig Brathwaite. Now, here's a man that lost his job as vice-captain of the West Indies side, doesn't have a central contract, some of the big guns didn't go. What would have influenced you to have picked him as captain? And we also want to hear from you, Roger, uh, about Bonner, about De Silva, about Mears, and about Warwickham. It's all over to you. Well, Andrew, there's a lot of questions you asked there, but, um, you know, in terms of Bonner, mm -hmm. Silva, and Mears, the simple answer is their performance in the regional championship. Right. Mm -hmm. Their performance, their consistency, and the way they did it. Now, Bonner's been around for a while, you know, and we in the Western East Center think that when a player gets to 30 or they're old, but if you look at what's happening in the cricketing world today, players' careers are ending at a much older age. It's been extended. And when a, a player uh, gets to around that between 28 and 32, uh, you know, they're now really maturing and have a better understanding of their own game. You know, they're still, if they're at a, still a, a high level of fitness and performing consistently, then they're likely to be a little more mature if given an, op an, an approach from a more mature perspective, if given an opportunity on the international scene. We tend sometimes to like to throw young players in a deep end. And nothing is wrong with that if they're, you know, they're ready. But um, sometimes we forget the, the seasoned um, players who mature a little later and, get, uh, and seek an opportunity a little later. And sometimes deserve an opportunity, and we forget them. So um, it was good to see Bonner coming good. And he played with a sense of calm and belief, you know. He batted like a rock. It's not a way of putting, of, of putting it. And I think um, because of his, him being the rock, we were able to build around him. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the silver, like I said, you know, performed admirably in the regional um, tournament, was very consistent. But as well, his whole approach to the game. You know, he's very serious and very determined and very focused. Mm -hmm. And one just hopes that he will continue in, in that vein. You know, and he, when he goes out to the middle there, he looked, even in New Zealand, mm -hmm. you know. Looked very he looked good. at home. Mm -hmm. Looked like he had that belief. Yes. And um, that is what we want to see. And, um, you know, 
Now, Andrew, I, I, I want to. Uh, well, Craig Brathwaite has been around for a while. He hasn't had the best of times, but you know, he started to, to, to show a little bit uh, of something in England. And um, you know, he, he, he didn't uh, 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 perform as well as we'd hoped in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. But um, I think you know, sometimes you know, life throws you a lifeline, mm -hmm. and this was the perfect opportunity for him. You know, okay, he lost the vice captaincy, but there was a need for a captain here, and he was the man with the experience, and he grasped the opportunity. And I think on this tour, we saw a different Craig last week. We saw something come out from Craig, the way he led that team. You know, he was a little more aggressive with his batting mm -hmm. and with the manner in which he handled the team as a whole. You know, and everyone spoke very highly of his leadership, and that was pleasing to see. And I don't think that we would have gotten the results if he didn't show the right kind of leadership both on and off the field. Mm -hmm. But um, you mentioned um, Cornwall and um, Warwickon. Mm -hmm. Now, when we picked this team, Andrew, mm -hmm. we picked and also included uh, a batting uh, Atman who bowls left arm spin in Hodge. Right. And, you know, there were a lot of calls for extra fast bowlers and talks about horses to forces. Mm -hmm. But if we were going to England and we had picked uh, the leading spin bowlers who got the most wickets in the tournament and left out a couple of fast bowlers and said, well, we picked, you know, the, the best performing bowlers, it would have been a big hue and a cry. So I want to make the point that, you know, the West Indies team took 38 wickets in Bangladesh, 38 test wickets. One we took by runout, and 28 of them mm -hmm. by spin bowlers, mm. right? That's just about 75%. Mm -hmm. We played two spin bowlers in each test match, and if one of those spin bowlers got injured, we needed to ensure we had another spin bowler to replace them in that test match. The last time we went to Bangladesh, we had a, the tour prior to this, we had a number of fast bowlers in that squad, and we didn't have a very good time. Right? So I just thought I'd make that point mm -hmm. because we, we forget very easily, uh, you know, and all that went into our thinking when we put the squad together. Mm -hmm. And um, it showed that it was the right call. And the, the, the players supported it by their performance on the field. Right? Now, coming back to Kyle Mears, Right. That innings really was an innings and a half. And what struck me about that innings was that every time he got a ball that was slightly off length, mm -hmm. not so much line, but length, once he put the bat in, it went through the field, it went into a gap. I hadn't seen that for quite a while. I don't want to... A name comes to mind, but I don't want to call names and compare with anyone, mm -hmm. right? But that first hundred he scored in that in that uh, in that second innings there. Every time he got a ball a little off length, whether it was too full or a little short, he was able to push it and get it into a gap for four, and it was quite remarkable. And then you know, at the end, after he took the game away from them, just went on to really to, to win the game. But, of course, you had Bonner at the other end just believing that they couldn't get him out and batted with, you know, immense patience and determination. 
and occupy the crease and allow Kyle to do his thing. Then the silver supporters. So all in all, it was a real team effort. And then coming on again in that last test, you know, Warrikon and Cornwall, Cornwall in particular dominating in the second test, you know, did, did their thing. So it was a complete team performance. Gabriel bowled some telling spells and got some crucial wickets as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. All right. Um, the Honorable Prime Minister spoke about headaches. And there's a lot of talk in the region, Roger. Uh, you've got some players coming back. They're going to be back in the Caribbean tomorrow. They arrive in Antigua. And, of course, they'll be preparing. Andrew, Andrew. Uh, yes. Derek, Derek spoke about headaches. Oh, oh. Derek spoke about headaches. Okay. <laughs> I, I, think Derek, I think Derek spoke about headaches because... He not, it's not possible for him now to wind down on Frederick Street. He has to do it virtually. Oh, I see. <laughs> I like that one. All right. Um, and, of course, the, the, the head coach talks about headaches. Uh, Roger, have you selected the, the team as yet to play in the, 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 the one-day competition? The, the, in fact, we're looking at the T20s. Has that team been selected? No, we, we haven't finalized any teams. Oh, okay. But All right. Andrew, I don't uh, look after the, the points in the test series in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. I don't expect us to have headaches. I think you have headaches when you don't have choices. Oh, I see. When Wonderful. You can't find players. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> when you have choices to make, I don't see that as a headache at all. You ever saw a woman going to a store at the shop? Mm-hmm. She doesn't look as though she has a headache when she's <laughs> four, five, six different things. <laughs> it's when she can't find what she's looking for. Yes, yes. It gives you one as so I, I, I yeah. Roger, you seem to know only those women who have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Prime Minister. <laughs> I, know, I know a woman mm. who likes to take her husband yes. you know, and get him involved. Choices. <laughs> I like that. Uh, wonderful, wonderful retort there. Wonderful, wonderful. So, 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 Roger. Then, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk, of course, about Craig Brathwaite. Um, even on the, the the commentary today, people were saying, "But look, do you keep the players that would have gone to Bangladesh in war?" I'm going to come back to you, Prime Minister, now as a, as a leader as well. After Roger speaks on this matter. And then you've got, of course, Jason Holder and company. They didn't go. I know Sir Clive was joined us. Good to see you, Sir Clive. Um, that is a reality you've got to face, Roger. Well, Andrew, I think um, when we sit down to face the teams, all teams, we'll be looking at performance and all performances. And, and, and you know, performances uh, in the distant past and in the recent past and over the last few series as well. So, based on those performances, we'll have our choices to make. Uh, yes, uh, interesting. Now, let, let, let's come to the, the Prime Minister, and we're going to come, of course, uh, to uh, Derek Murray. Uh, Prime Minister, you know, you've had to make tough decisions. we got a situation where there were men certainly going to war. You know, some men decided they don't want to go to war. You go to war and you win the battle. As a prime minister, what do you do in this situation? You got a Craig Bassett who just led the team admirably. Um, you got Jason Holder, who is your regular captain. 
What advice do you have for Roger Harper and the people of the region in this in this situation? Yes. Well, the first the first thing I would begin by saying, Andrew, is that when I'm not some somebody is has to mute the mic. Um, yes. Um, what, Andrew, I will begin the begin the, the answers to say to you that we don't do the analysis by analogy, and I don't think the, the war analogy is appropriate. What happens here is that we are at the time of COVID, and uh, professionals were given, as I understand it, the option that if they didn't want to go that it wasn't a disqualifying um, aspect for future selection, that they made, they made the choices with, with the understanding of the board, the selectors, and the like. So I think that Roger is quite correct, that everybody is still in play. Mm -hmm. But the selectors are human beings. Right. They, 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 they don't just look at raw statistics at the margin they would say who would i like to have in the foxholes somebody who was prepared to be fearless in the face of covid should i at the margin mm -hmm. give something for that i don't know what the selectors would say, but it is it would be unnatural mm -hmm. for that issue not to arise. But I have to assert at the same time, not going is not a disqualification. Mm -hmm. That's the way I will put it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting indeed. All right, uh, Derek, uh, we, we, we're going to come to you now. We've got Sir Clive on the line as well. Um, how, how do you deal with this, Derek? It, it, it's, it's a reality. Um, you know, and only 11 can play. How do you deal with this, Derek? What advice do you have? You're muted again, Derek. First of all, I think we need to look. If, if we were going to play mm -hmm. another test match, uh, you know, it would be very, very difficult, even unfair, to leave out four or five of the players that have just come out of the last test match with Bangladesh and say, well, okay, um, you've made 200, you've made 80 and 40, you've got four wickets and you've got two, but we live in York. Now, I'm not sure that that's the situation we face when we come to play against Sri Lanka, but it may be that we go into T20 and therefore you need to look at a, a different uh, combination of players that you're going to be putting in. And therefore, there it has to be some consideration for that. There will also have to be some consideration as to whether you're going to play on a spinner's wicket or you're going to play on a fast wicket. Not sure where there's a fast wicket in the West Indies anymore, but you know that's a, a consideration. So I think we have to be very careful. From my point of view, it is ideal. The team that we're coming up against now is Sri Lanka. Uh, we, we, we were in a competition with Bangladesh between 
two teams ranked eight and nine uh, in, in the test arena, and it was a very good series. We won. Kudos. Who do we want to play next to make the next step mm -hmm. up the ladder? Mm -hmm. Would be Sri Lanka. But I'm not sure if we have test matches against Sri Lanka. So, you know, we need to, to be able to look at that. Nobody is disqualified. But we have five or six players who have been added to the, the group that we think, oh, they are the first team, there is the player. You remember when we had this conversation about two or three weeks ago and we were talking about the chances of the teams going to, mm -hmm. to Bangladesh? Right. And we said, these guys are the West Indies team. They are not second stringers or makeup mm. people or whatever. They are the best team available for the West Indies. Each of those individuals has nothing to lose. And therefore, they must go and establish it. You remember, we, we kind of agreed around the consensus. That. Mm -hmm. So that team has gone. Let's not forget, Coach Phil Simmons has molded them into a team, and they performed over and above expectation. We now need to see how we can capture that teamwork, that team spirit, as I say, that showed itself on the team. How can we capture that behind the team mm -hmm. and make the right choices? Mm -hmm. You know, Craig Brackett, pull that team together. Captain, you know, put himself on the ball at a crucial time in, in the game. Uh, you know, that is a person who was positive, who was doing things. Mm -hmm. Do we just say thank you very much, put you to one side? sit in the corner, wait till we call you again. We need to think. You know, mm -hmm. the, the other captain that, that we had said he suffered from mental fatigue, maybe just as Craig lost the vice captaincy and came back when he was given the captaincy, might be an opportunity to let someone else sit back, perform as a player to the best of their ability. They probably would be indispensable in, in a team and they the all-rounder spot. Um, so we need to look very carefully and make sure that we do not belittle anybody's performances in the last series that we have just played two or three days ago, just completed two or three days ago, because the so-called stars are coming back. There is nobody that is now an automatic selection in the West Indies team. Now, that's so a... everyone has earned their place mm -hmm. and be measured against, as far as I'm concerned, the last performance that we had. That is a very interesting one. And I've got a question for you, fellow Wallace, to join us. We couldn't have this show without uh, having Haley Matthews as well, and of course, mm -hmm. Ian Badshaw. I come back to you, Derek. Based on what you're saying, the first test match. Sri Lanka up against uh, the West Indies is going to be in Antigua on the 21st of March. My question to you, Derek, would you retain Craig Brathwaite as captain? That, that is something that you, you have to talk about very, very seriously. Um, I do not discard Craig Brathwaite as captain automatically. Mm-hmm. Right? So we need to look at what happens in between now and then, mm -hmm. what we're going to do, what is the team that we're going to put together, and 
if it is that four or five of this team that have just completed the game in Bangladesh are going to be in that team. Mm-hmm. There's a strong case for doing that. There's a strong case for saying to Jason, listen, come back. Don't have the pressures of captaincy on you. You are going to be the central all-rounder in this team. Mm-hmm. You're going to bat at six. We need you to attack as a bowler, be a wicket-taking bowler, not a containing bowler as the fourth seamer in the team. And therefore, we need to have the best available team at that time who is coming in with the confidence of just having been successful, rallying around, you know, the, the, the team that we're going to build for the next three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have three or four series coming up in, in quick succession. And mm-hmm. therefore, we need to make sure we, we're doing that and that we don't suddenly um, say, Yep, these players have done it, but, you know, we're not putting too much emphasis on that. We're kind of going back to to what we are. I think we need to be very forward-looking. And while Roger is very confident Mm -hmm. that having wide choices is not a headache, um, I think even some ladies, if they ask you, um, Andrew, whether you prefer them in the red dress or the black dress, you mightn't want to give such a straight answer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. But, 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 but what is clearly coming through as we come to Sir Clive now is that Derek Marine, I think you're going to be quoted tomorrow. Uh, based on what you're saying, it looks as if you would prefer Craig Brathwaite to captain the side. I think I got that from what you were saying. Um, can I, uh, am I correct? Derek? It, would, it wouldn't disappoint me if that happened. Okay, wonderful. All right. That is going to make primetime news in St. Vincent and the Grenadines tomorrow. That is going to make primetime news, of course, all across the world, that Derek Murray, the former West Indies wicketkeeper, is suggesting that Craig Braffitt be retained as captain of the West Indies side. Now, let me go now to Sir Clive Lloyd, a man who would have picked Jason Holder a couple of years ago, of course, Haley Matthews has joined us. Uh, I, I note with interest that Philo Wallace has just made a note. Roger Harper is crashing his head. I don't know if he's made any recommendations to the board. Um, Roger, if you, if you want to stay with us, please do. I know you, you said you're going to spend 20 minutes, but of course, in this esteemed company, you may want to extend your time with us. Now, Sir Clive Lloyd, where are you? You were just on Zoom. Where's Sir Clive? Good evening to you, Sir Clive. Where are you? Where's Sir Clive gone? All right, uh, we, 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 we've lost the Clive. Let's go now, of course, to Ian Bradshaw, who's joined us. Ian, two things. Your reaction to the West Indies victory and your reaction to what Derek Murray just said. Hi, good night, Andrew, and privileged to be in this esteemed company. Um, good night to you, Honorable Prime Minister. Um, you had Sir Clive, who was on, and Roger. Um, Mr. Murray, hello. Obviously, Haley, good night to you, and you have thousands of guests all over mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the world now, Andrew. Yes. Um, it, it, I think we are all elated as West Indies fans to see West Indies teams doing well, particularly in test cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just shows the importance that test cricket means to us when we have victories such as this. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm very, very happy for those young men um, who would have gone out there and would have represented the West Indies. And they won in a place where we have struggled before. 
so I don't want to uh, underestimate their performance. And um, I certainly believe that they've done West Indies and they've enhanced their reputations and will certainly be the front runners as we select the team going into the Sri Lanka series. Um, I do not expect that all of them will make the team, Andrew, mm -hmm. because right. as, as Derek quite rightly said, um, it will come down to team selections based on the conditions and so forth. We may actually see um, West Indies reverting to playing on some faster tracks, some, some bouncier tracks, particularly in light of your playing against Sri Lanka. Um, so that may change the, the complexion of the team. But as I said before, those guys who went out there and performed so well mm -hmm. are definitely the, the, the forerunners to mm -hmm. um, the next selection. And I really, really do believe that we've, we've learned something since um, the last three or four years mm -hmm. in West Indies cricket. There's no one person that will ever dictate the West Indies team. Um, everyone now understands that they have to, to earn a play and um, West Indies cricket will move on regardless of who is playing. Mm -hmm. So Interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm very, very happy that these young men put up their hand. Um, we'll celebrate them, but we'll be realistic when we start again that we, we start from, from zero and we work towards repeating this effort. Mm -hmm. As it relates to the captain's CSU, mm -hmm. um, I, I would say that I would support the retention of Jason if it is that we understand his state of mind at this time. Now, Jason, Jason has been earmarked as our long-term captain. Let's recall that he's had some success, um, and we were very, very uh, excited and pleased when he won the Wisdom Trophy. He had some success, and he's been molding the team, and he has led by example. And I would want to sit down with him understand the challenges that he was going through. Because if he's still challenged, then it, as Derek quite rightly said, it may need for a situation where um, he is given that space to ensure that his individual performance mm -hmm. um, does not suffer. Because at least we now have a leader in, in Craig who, who will be starting off with confidence. Mm -hmm. So um, that would be my conversation. And we must have these strong conversations mm -hmm. in West Indies cricket. To determine the way forward. All right, interesting. So it seems, yeah, you know, based on what you're saying, you would retain uh, Jason Hole as captain. Derek Murray says he will continue uh, with Craig Braffitt. Um, lead selector Roger Harper is going to leave us very, very soon. So just before you go, Roger, of course we're going to come to you, Prime Minister, as well, and we're going to uh, speak to Haley Matthews in just a, a minute or so. And we got, of course, fellow Wallace all the way um, in in England, and would have had a, a chat, of course, with um, Roger Harper. And before the show started, and would have offered some advice. Now, let me ask the question, Roger. Um, have you made a recommendation in relation to your ODI captain, uh, your T20 captain, and your test captain as yet for the upcoming series against Bangladesh? As I said earlier, Andrew, we haven't really. Hmm. Well, but, 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 you do, but you do recognize that the first game is on March the 3rd, and time is tight. I recognize that answer. All right. So, so when, 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 so, 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 okay. When are we likely to get the team to the first um, T20 in Antigua come March the 3rd? In the near future. 
in the <laughs> come on Roger. Oh, Roger all right well uh, <laughs> I like that I, I don't know if Dr. Ford has got any final question for you but it's always a pleasure to have you I want to congratulate you had lots of criticism and remember when you made the comment about horses for courses there were some top guns who um, said that um, you really and truly should not have said that um, you, you, you picked a team you must have had a headache in picking that team after the big guns pulled out and I want to congratulate you as selector. In fact, you may be given the job for another couple of years, given your wonderful performance, Roger Harper. And I want to thank you. Um, one final question um, for, for Roger from you, Dr. Ford, before he goes. Andrew, Andrew, yes. I want to remind you, I remember on last time on this show, one of your guests almost hit my head off. Yes. For <laughs> the actual of giving the West Indian people false hope. Yes. Because I said I expected the team to be very competitive. Right. Right. He even told me that there was a storm. It's like a storm coming, and you're telling the people yes, everything is. Yes, I remember that very well. Then I said to him that the storm may blow down and blow away the house in front, but right. it may water the field, and out of that field we may get a good harvest. Mm-hmm. My exact words. Indeed. And from that harvest, we will be able to rebuild and. Going to the future. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to, to, to describe what those words turned out to be. I mm-hmm. just thought I'd remind you. Indeed. Thanks for having me. Right. PM, it's a pleasure to be here with you and my illustrious uh, predecessor, so to speak, in, in Derek, you know, and uh, for Clive and Ian, I see Philo is on. All the very best. And, and um, Haley, Haley Matthews. Haley as well. Right. Thanks for having me. And good. have a good evening. All right. Wonderful. All good right. Good. Interesting. Good, good, In- luck. Good, good, good luck. And of course, he, he, he would have gotten some advice from you, Derek. And he would have also gotten some advice from Ian. I wonder which advice he's going to be taking. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Thanks to you. Okay, Let, let's go to Haley Matthews now. We've got. We can't keep the ladies waiting. Haley, nice to see you. Your reaction to the West Indies win in Bangladesh? How are you? Oh, firstly, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I think I probably share the sentiments um, as many other West Indies, West Indian people would have. Um, I think heading down there. Uh, a lot of people probably thought that they wouldn't have done as well as they did. Um, and it was really hard to see the passion um, that they brought towards the game. I think it's definitely something for Western to say that we can look at and go, it's probably something that we didn't have for quite a while now. Um, the competition within the team. Um, you know, a lot of people said going down there that that would have been our second team and they overachieved majorly. Um, and we're able to put on not only one, but two good performances, which also showed uh, some consistency within the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that was really, really good to see. Um, and hopefully it brings about more competition, more runs, more wickets within, within West Indies cricket. I think when you can see that form of competition, mm-hmm. uh, you know, throughout the regional cricket, starting out, and then on behalf of West Indies as well, it definitely means that something good is happening at the lower level. Um, in order to improve what's happening at the top as well. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, good opening comments you made. Let's go to Sir Clive now. Sir Clive, nice to see you. Um, I know when you were on last week, um, you were quite happy with the performance of uh, young Kyle Mears, and some people 
But you, you, you said he looks like Christopher Gale, but there are many people uh, who say that, that we have shades of Clive Lloyd uh, when uh, this young man mirrors that. Your reaction to the West Indies victory in Bangladesh. Good evening to you, Sir Clive. Turn your mic on, Sir Clive. We want to hear you. Everybody's listening to you, Sir Clive. Can you turn that mic on? All right. Uh, we're going to try to, to get Sir Clive uh, up and running. Okay, he's going to... Can you, we can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, um, you've got uh, Prime Minister uh, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez. Uh, you've got Ian Bradshaw. Phil Wallace has joined us. Um, Derek Murray as well, that you know very well. And Young Haley. I'm Andrew Mason, along with, of course, Dr. Andrew Ford. Yes, Sir Clive. Yeah, Andrew, I thought it was an excellent um, performance by the young men. And it shows that the word impossible, they've shown that it's just a word. Mm -hmm. In the way that they perform, and um, and I, I I just think it it, it gives it, it it has given us all a lift, and I I've realized what Roger said now he realized that he he now has a lot of good players to choose from, and um, is now competition for places we didn't have that a couple of weeks ago, so the point is now when they're choosing they 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 have you know quite a lot of good players to choose from. And I think that it, it would be, I'm sure they feel much better mm -hmm. when, they, when they go to, to choose the one day or the, the, the test match teams. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was heartening to see. Mm -hmm. they, they, they showed that sort of, it, it's like what I said, you know, it's not, it's not the dog in the fight, it's the fight in the dog. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Our guys, and our guys played extremely. It was, I was proud to stay up that late and, um, and, and, and as a, you know I, I normally have my cocoa very early yes you know and, that um, yes is it really cocoa yes, supplied is it really cocoa yeah man I, I think anything that is sort of will keep me cool and and, and sane <laughs> but, um, it's obvious that I have to be a moment but were, it was well worth <laughs> Up for. <laughs> I, wish them, I wish them continued success. Right, indeed. Philo Wallace, of course, you would have watched. Um, always good to have you. Um, uh, how was good old England, Philo? Uh, how was the weather? Andrew, uh, uh, good evening, Andrew. Good evening to the esteemed panel. Obviously, headed by PM Ralph Gonzalez, who used to spend a lot of time watching cricket. <laughs> I hope that he's the boss today. How was it going to be tonight? I had a legal, uh, a, le uh, a legal mind today. Yes. Uh, sent me a message. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Justice Olson Allen from Yes, I yes, know him very well. Yes. He, before the tea went off, he said that West Indies will beat Sri Lanka. Oh, did he did? Mm. And Craig Braffitt was scored 100 mm. in the first test match. He got 70 odds. Mm. But he's the diehard West Indian mm. supporter. West Indies will beat Bangladesh. When you can get, yes, he said it before they went off. Mm -hmm. And when you can get people of that esteem having that kind of support right. for, for a West Indies team, and I like, I'm like Derek, it's a West Indies team. The guys who didn't go didn't go, and they now are they now are nervous. 
They're nervous. I, I listen to Lee Selector. So, yeah, yeah, I listen to Lee Selector or Jahar Bruce say there's no headache. There is a headache. Ooh. Because you have to build I am going to so I'm going to say straight, Andrew. I am not beating around. I don't need to be politically correct. Sure. Mm-hmm. You had outstanding performances in Bangladesh. A man scored double hundred called Kyle Mears on one attack match. Two hundred and ten not out, chasing three ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. That has to merit something coming home. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kuma Bada continue to show consistency back in the right position at number three. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You had Joshua Disable continues to grow as a wicketkeeper batsman. Right. Alzari Joseph has come into the test match and he's shown he still has the ability from New Zealand to score runs and, and bowl. Mm-hmm. Cornwall stand out. Jamal Warrican supported well. And then you have the coach saying that the captain was a fantastic leader and he did all the right things and tick all the boxes. So to me, those are headaches for the selectors when they sit down. Mm-hmm. I, for one, I will hope that the selectors will do what is right and build a team around the guys mm-hmm. who did wonderfully well mm-hmm. in New Zealand. Could anyway, you expand on that, Philo? What, 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 what do you mean by that? Could you expand on that? You're saying the selectors will do what is right. What do you mean? Hello? The guys who went to Bangladesh and performed should be given first choice selections for that series against New Zealand. Ooh. I mean, Sri Lanka. And Craig Bradford said it in the interview. The guys who performed in the test matches played in the ODIs. Right. Okay. So they had a little cricket. They had a little taste of Bangladesh conditions. Mm-hmm. So we played against Sri Lanka all the games that were in Antigua. COVID, XYZ. We need to try to see if we can get some of those guys who perform in those test matches into those uh, into into those squads, mm-hmm. into that one day squad to get a little taste of what it's like and see what Sri Lanka. Last time Sri Lanka came to the mm-hmm. Caribbean, they mm-hmm. and it worked for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to to give these guys and reward these guys for hard work and commitment and dedication to that mm-hmm. brand called West Indies Cricket that Derek built and mm-hmm. to Clive built and mm-hmm. all those other former greats. Right. They've built that brand. And these guys have now come and re-established that brand right. through what we are accustomed to seeing, that fight and grit. Mm. And never say die. Craig Bradford said he never thought it was a second string team. Indeed. Fantastic words. Mm. No, no, no. Be, be, before we go to the Honorable Prime Minister, a question that it has to be asked, it has to be answered, because the decision has to be taken. Philo, would you continue with Craig Bradford as the captain for the, uh, the test series against Sri Lanka? Yes, I would, Andrew. Mm. I want to hear you, fellow. I want to hear you very low, fellow. I want to hear you speak up. Am I speaking? <laughs> we can't Andrew, hear you, fellow. I would give I would give Craig Bradford my support to lead the West Indies Test Squad right. against Sri Lanka. Ooh. That's a fantastic job. Mm. You would just have to sit down with Jason Holden and explain to him the situation. Jason's record is not all that great. No, he's no. A few yeah. He's been captain for five years. Yes. He's been captain for five years. He's been playing for nine Mm-hmm. And his record, his record is not that good. And Craig Bradford has just picked up a team mm-hmm. and have shaken the tree of West Indies cricket. Ooh. And we've seen some very nice green branches coming out. Oh, and we're going to take those branches and, and maybe give them a bit. No, because even look at our one day of Super Cricket side that this is leading. Let's be real here, Andrew. Mm. There's no inspiration coming from Spunk. There's no smiles. Oh, dear. I saw Spunk and smiles in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Is losing Barbados lost every game in the 50 of the competition. That's why three games, three losses. That's not Barbados cricket. No, no. So the leader has to pick himself up. And this is we've been calling for a long time. Pick yourself up and mm-hmm. run with the troops. It cannot be a rated or a runner. You can't pull through, fellas. Mm-hmm. Craig Bradford lost the vice captaincy. 
He went to Bangladesh as captain and he rallied those guys around him, however, he and Phil Simmons and them, what they've done, mm-hmm. and it worked. Andrew cannot now take it and say, give it back to somebody where things might not go right. Mm-hmm. We need to keep that cohesiveness going that what like, Rafa has built on mm-hmm. and, start, and let it move and, and mushroom through our West Indies cricket. Mm-hmm. I, I'm terribly sorry, but not going to Bangladesh, you've given fellas the opportunities to perform. And they have performed. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's, and they need to be rewarded. Let's go to the Honourable Prime Minister now. This is a, you know, it's a very sensitive issue as well. You've had Craig Bratton of not, not doing very well. Of course, Jason's record is not the best, but he's a popular leader. What would you do, Prime Minister, if you had to make that decision? Before I answer you specifically, I just want to say, I mean, I'm very honoured to have been all, among all these West Indies test players, the males. Mm-hmm. But I I felt so good mm-hmm. to see and hear a magnificent daughter of our civilization, mm-hmm. um, Haley. I follow her cricket very closely, and I want to say I'm very proud of you. Mm-hmm. And you have a tremendous future, not only yeah, in yeah. cricket, but as a leader of women and men in our Caribbean. I, I want to thank you very much for all that you have been doing and what you represent. Mm-hmm. Never mind little stumbles. Uh, they, they strengthen you. I, I don't know I don't know enough in the details of both Jason and Craig in respect to their relationship with the players, but I will as a general proposition, mm-hmm. when you're looking at a leader of men and women in, in any sphere of activities, first of all, the leader must be able to assess properly, accurately, the strengths and weaknesses of the persons whom they are leading. And to attempt to enhance their strengths and possibilities and reduce as far as is practicable all the limitations and weaknesses and maybe to turn limitations and weaknesses into strengths and possibilities. That's the first general proposition. Mm-hmm. The second one is this, that we, we our, the, the best leader for us at, any, at anything is someone who just doesn't put in. There's a lot of talk about somebody inspiring, a leader inspiring people. Inspiration is important, yes, but that's not the difficult part of leadership. The difficult part of leadership is to draw out, not to put in, to draw out of the people what you are leading, whom you're leading, the quality, the goodness, and to draw out that quality and that goodness from them, which at times and oft times they may not actually realize that they possess. So a leader has to draw out. Frank Warrell did that with the team in 1960-61 in Australia. Clive Lloyd did that. It wasn't a question of inspiration, or there's some of it, but drawing out the goodness, the quality, in the players and to put that confidence in them that they can perform at their best and to draw it out even when 
even on occasions when they do not as yet know that they possess such quality and such goodness. Mm -hmm. And the person who can best do the drawing out, not so much the inspiration, is the person whom I will go to lead us. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting comments coming from uh, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez, of course, the Prime Minister of uh, uh, St. Vincent. Uh, Haley, it, 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 it's a decision, it's a, it's a difficult decision to make, and I don't think we should shy away from it. Uh, you've got the Sri Lankans on their way to the Caribbean, the first game, the first T20s in March, the third, followed by one on the fifth, then on the seventh, the Coolidge, then the first ODI is on the tenth, then one on the twelfth, then the fourteenth, and then the first test match is the twenty-first through to the twenty-fifth, and then the second starts on the twenty-ninth and ends on April the second. So a tough decision, Haley, to be made. I think that's probably why I'm really glad that I'm not a veteran in this position. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that one. I think probably looking, looking, looking at the history of it, looking at how Jason has led the team in the past, I think we've seen moments where he is quite capable of doing a fantastic job. Um, I know he's liked by many, including myself, um, around the region. And I believe he's quite capable of getting the job done. Uh, with that being said, though, I think looking at Craig and how he's led this like this team when they went to Bangladesh for snow, um, we've seen that he's done a fantastic job there as well. I think it's never easy to take, I guess, what would be considered a fresh 14, 15, how many ever guys went down there mm -hmm. um, to overseas conditions and lead them to a test win. Um, that's, that's obviously something very difficult, and I think that's the biggest reason of why this decision of choosing a captain for this this, this series against Sri Lanka is going to be so tough and definitely ones that the selectors will have a headache about, but I surely will not have a headache about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely have to say to um, which one is picked, but mm. at the end of the day, I think they're both quite capable. Mm. Uh, we've seen the two of them grow up in Barbados cricket over the years, both being wonderful role models and leaders. Um, and I think, you know, as a Barbadian and a West Indian, uh, me, myself, personally, I'd be proud to see either one of these teams. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Sir Clive, um, I think you're still very much with us, Sir Clive. Um, talk yeah. to us about this. A decision has got to be made, Sir Clive. Um, I heard you on um, the, 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 the cricket commentaries a couple of days ago. The question was asked. And um, are, are you prepared to answer, Sir Clive? Who would you go with as leader? Yeah, yeah, the point is that, you know, I, the, you know I'm the one that I, I had played a part in getting Jason. Yes. Captain. Um, and he's had good moments and he's had some bad moments. I think we it's good to know that we've got guys for that ex, with that experience. I don't think he, he's going to be out of the side. The point if, you know, he would be in the side. The point is what they would have to do mm -hmm. is sit down and have a chat with the players. And, you know, how do you feel? You know, what was, it, what was the team spirit like? Because... They, you can't get rid of these guys that did such a marvelous job. You have to do, you, you know, there's so many things that they did right. Mm -hmm. There are probably the, not many sides went into the fifth day, if you look at it, in Test cricket over the last three years. Most of the games are finishing third day, fourth day. Right. We went into the fifth day twice on a turning pitch. We had to chase 395, and these guys batted extremely well. We had to defend 230, and we did that. Mm -hmm. And and the point is, is that you just can't 
think that this is just a flash in the pan. No, this, these were excellent performances. And there's so many other teams that went to Bangladesh that didn't fulfill the, 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 the thing that they were supposed to. India, Australia, England, they all were there with the full squad of players. We, 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 we had 10 guys who were missing. And this has been, a, and this, you know, we made 400, we made 397, which is the highest score mm-hmm. and the fourth innings in Asia. And when you look at all the teams that have played in Asia over the years. So we have a lot to be, mm-hmm. you know, thankful for and pleased of, of the way these guys play. And we must understand that play, captaining the West Indies is by far more difficult than any other country. Mm-hmm. Australia is one country, Pakistan, India, New Zealand, Sri Lanka. We have 14 islands spread. You know, we, you know, we, we're um, spread by water. Right. And the point is, people with different cultures and backgrounds, backgrounds. it's not easy to bring people together. Mm-hmm. And Craig Braffitt and the, those guys, in a matter of, of a, a couple of weeks, pull things together. We have to reward them. I want to see them rewarded for what they have achieved. Mm-hmm. I want to see them, you know, the board doing something mm-hmm. for them. But Sir Clive, would you reward Craig Braffitt with the captaincy in relation to Sri Lanka? Well, that would that would be Rogers Rogers call. So, but but but, but but if you, but if you had the decision to make, if you had the decision to make, Sir Clyde, what would you do? If I was selected, obviously, Craig would be Craig would be slightly ahead of Jason, really, of such because of 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 the what they of what they've done with the team that they had there. Mm. But the point is that they'll have to sit down and discuss. It's a beautiful position to be in. Right. That you have guys who, who with experience mm-hmm. and who's captain, who's vice-captain. Mm-hmm. It's entirely up to them to sit down and work it. And I'm sure mm-hmm. Jason, the guy will not say, oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I've got a, a bad deal or a raw deal. Mm-hmm. You know? But it is a good position to be in. To be in, yeah. And I'm happy that they're, they're in that situation. All right. We've got another uh, 10 minutes left in the show. And, of course, we're going to come back to, to, to Derek now. Of course, we've got the Sri Lankans coming. Let's change the conversation a bit, um, Derek, after that wonderful performance against Bangladesh. What are your expectations against Sri Lanka? The first T20 is going to be on the March the 3rd. The first test match is on March the 21st. What are your expectations, Derek? Again, I think this is um, some more pressure on the West Indies team because having done so well in Bangladesh, we are now expecting, I am expecting, that this series against Sri Lanka at home, uh, we are going to do even better. Bangladesh is rated uh, lower than Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. We've taken care of them. Now we need to move another step up the ladder. And so it's ideal that we don't have to go from playing Bangladesh to playing India or England or Australia. 
we're going to play Sri Lanka on mm -hmm. our own. Mm -hmm. T20, we should be able to beat Bangladesh in a T20 series. We're supposed to be able to beat Bangladesh in a one-day series. And now come to test cricket, we now feel be confident in test matches. Mm -hmm. A team like Sri Lanka, who is not far removed from, from Bangladesh, we should be able to beat them. If we don't, mm -hmm. we need to measure ourselves and say, look, this mm -hmm. is, is, is you know, just going up and down, mm -hmm. going round in a circle. Mm -hmm. We need to see the, the improvement. And, and just to go back to the Jason Craig Braffitt situation, Jason has been a very good captain for the West Indies in difficult circumstances. He took over the captaincy when he was 23 years old, when he was just finding out what kind of cricketer Jason Holder is. He's gone through some hard years, some hard cricket, carrying a team that has not been particularly successful. For his own cricket development, and remember, he's a batsman that has scored 200 runs in a test match. He is a bowler that is capable of his five-wicket spell. Mm -hmm. He is a magnificent teamsman. Let us give him the chance to develop his game for a year, to catch back, mm -hmm. to not bowl as though he is a containing bowler and he's going to bowl wide of the stump and, and go for one or two runs and over and is doing a job. He mm -hmm. has got to be an integral part of our attack. Mm -hmm. He's got to have the freedom to go in and, and bowl teams out and try to, to get wicked and enjoy his game. I have absolutely no problem. In fact, I'm very confident that in 2022 and 2023, Jason Holder will be captain of the West Indies, probably in all three formats. Mm -hmm. But I am just saying that right now, the next six months, mm -hmm. let Jason play. Of mm -hmm. course, you have to have a conversation with him and with Fred. Let him play, be the integral player that he is for the team at that number six batting position, mm -hmm. the, the bowler, the all-rounder, the, the, the key player. Mm -hmm. Let him do that and have his freedom to develop. When he is confident that he is the number one all-rounder in the world, then we may want to ask him the question, are you ready to take on grooming those other young players coming up? But for now, that's how I see the, the West Indies team going, and the pressure is on us to beat Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philo, your expectations for Sri Lanka? Philo? Well, Andrew, my expectation is that the West Indies Sri Lanka series is for West Indies to win all three formats. All three formats? Mm -hmm. The ODIs and all three mm -hmm. formats. I, right. I think that we're in a good position now mm -hmm. to, to see our strengths and our weaknesses in relation to, to those three formats. Mm -hmm. If you look at what is happening in Antigua, guys are scoring runs. Mm -hmm. and, the, and all the games are played in Antigua. So there shouldn't be no foreign uh, mm -hmm. conditions there at all. Mm -hmm. And I would expect that the performances mm -hmm. in Bangladesh, mm -hmm. Andrew, would have inspired those guys mm -hmm. who will be in the West Indies T20 and ODI mm -hmm. squad mm -hmm. to really lift the game and mm -hmm. perform well for West Indies in their own backyard. Mm -hmm. Ian, your expectations? Um, Andrew, um, it's good that we're in a position now that we, we can speak of, of, of competition and and, and guys fighting for players. Um, just a few months ago, uh, we were scratching our heads of who, who the next players would be. So we are, mm -hmm. as a people, a cricketing loving people, in a, 
in a positive place. Um, my concern, Andrew, we are in a T20 World Cup year, mm -hmm. and our white ball cricket has been very inconsistent. Right, that's um, true. The, when we left New Zealand, we, we heard a frustrated um, captain in, in Pollard speaking to how the guys had performed, and there is no room now for error, especially with our T20 team. Um, so this will require some strong conversations. Mm -hmm. um, yes, we are playing white ball cricket now in um, Antigua, but where the T20 version is concerned, we must get our selections right because we don't have a lot of time before we defend our um, our, our, our trophy. Mm -hmm. So I want to see um, some strong commitment being put into that T20 team. Mm -hmm. Haley, your expectations, Sri Lanka? Yeah, I, I think if we look at the record, I guess, as well as the rankings over the last couple of years, uh, we would probably all believe that we're one step ahead of Sri Lanka at this point. I think, too, like Mr. Murray was saying, moving from Bangladesh to Sri Lanka is probably that one step up that we definitely needed. Um, and it will definitely show the strengths and weaknesses out of the guys. Um, I think what's really good to see also is the runs that are happening at the, the regional level. We're seeing, seeing hundreds scored pretty much every game, which is really, really good to see. Um, I know once upon a time, a guy would have made two Asians, and I have felt like he was secured within the team, whereas now um, there's definitely a lot more competition that's going to be around. And I think that's definitely something that's really healthy for West Indies to and definitely going to force that mode of competition in. Um, and I guess we are hungrier. Um, I'm sure the standards are up a lot as well. When you see other guys competing, scoring hundreds um, every single day, you definitely know that 100 isn't going to cut it for making a team anymore. Um, so I think once we continue to have that competition throughout the, throughout mm -hmm. the Western East set up, it's going to bring about better performances. And, and I think, um, you know, whatever squad we do decide to go with, um, you know, we're expecting to beat Sri Lanka um, with how things have been of late. Mm -hmm. All right, well, thanks to you. Of course, we've got another five minutes left on the show, so we're going to uh, end with the generals, um, a five-star general, and maybe a six-star general, of course, uh, a little bit later on. But we're going to uh, go to Sir Clive Lloyd, and then we'll finish with Prime Minister, um, the Honorable Ralph Gonzalez, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez. Sir Clive, your expectations for Sri Lanka? Well, I think Andrew will do very well, because the point is, don't forget, we've got, for the past six years, we've had the best one-day players in the world. We, mm. we have so many of our players all over the, the, the place playing one-day cricket. And once we can harness the talent, pick the, uh, a decent uh, squad, I think we should beat anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and now that the, the, the test team l looks like it's shaping well, I think we're in a good place. Mm. Good. I'm happy. You, you, you're... I'm sure that, you know, with the right guidance, these guys mm -hmm. will come up with the goods. All right. We're going to finish, of course, with Dr. Ralph Gonzalez. Two things to you, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez. News is breaking that there's going to be a challenge to your very good friend, Dr. Kishore Shallow, and uh, to our very good friend, Mr. Ricky Skerritt. My understanding, and I've got this on good authority, that there will be challenged uh, on February the 18th, the nominations will close, and I'm told that the challenge is going to be coming 
I'm from, and I put a full stop there. We give you a little bit more information a little bit later on. The elections for the mm-hmm. presidency of the West Indies and the vice president is going to be on March the 22nd. That's going to be March the 22nd. No, two things. Your expectations for uh, in terms of the Sri Lanka series and your reaction to the fact that Ricky Skerritt and Dr. Ra- and Dr. Kishore Shallow will be challenged. First in relation to Sri Lanka. Yes. I, I don't want us to, to underestimate Sri Lanka. Mm. Sri Lanka has some individual players of brilliance. And they, they have had inconsistencies, but it is important to realize that they have had a, a history of successes over the last 20 years. And that always counts for something. I don't know which Sri Lanka is going to turn up. Mm. If if Sri Lanka pulls, if the team pulls itself together, um, we're going to have a very interesting contest. So it's not, I, I, I think that the West Indies cricket team would be very challenged with, with, with um, Sri Lanka. And, and, and that's, we must not, we must never, underestimate anyone and overestimate ourselves. We have to be very calm, collected, and analytical about everything which is before us. Now, in, in, in relation to um, the, the, the matter of the challenge to, to, to Skerritt and uh, Shallow, mm-hmm. I am I am not surprised that you, you're going to have a, a, a challenge. We have we have within our Caribbean competitive elections. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I I think that most persons would probably say most reasonable persons that whatever the limitations of the spirit shallow regime that they have done enough mm-hmm. over the last two years. Because let's face it, to use a cricketing, cricketing analogy, the man who is at the crease ought always to get the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So if, even there is a doubt, the, the batsman is given the benefit of the doubt. I know you have um, the, 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 all the, the modern um, technology to have replaced and so on. But how many times we hear, it's the umpire's choice. Yes. Give the man at least the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So I think that it would probably play out like that. But it would be an indication to Skerritt and Shallow that um, you can't rest on your laurels and you have to be doing a lot more. They have done, I would think, enough. And we have to be careful that we don't appear unnecessarily impatient to push two young men away who have made important contributions thus far. Mm-hmm. It's a short period of time to, 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 to see everything. They haven't had, I don't think you can say that there has been uh, such a, a horrendous, um, a horrendous bungling or, 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 or such a, a chamber of horrors. We have had 
reasonable leadership. And um, I, I, I would think that we, we, we would, the people, the, the, the persons involved, the electorate, which is a small electorate, will give them the benefit of the doubt. I just want to say this, mm -hmm. going back to the, the earlier question. You know, our, while, while, while Clive is quite correct, Clive Lloyd is quite correct about the quality of the one, the players that we have. There is a big difference between players playing in IPL and other competitions and people playing for their country. All the players, these individually brilliant stars, they have to make the transition from playing for teams with all sorts of strange names to playing for the West Indies. And this must mean something. This must represent something because if you falter there, you're not going to give your optimal performance. And that's my worry with, 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 with all our brilliant stars is how they we bring them together, how we tell them, and what goes on in their heads as Caribbean men, mm -hmm. in this case, Caribbean men, playing for the honor and glory, not just of themselves, but for some greater entity, some greater good. And, and that leadership is important in that regard. Mm -hmm. Leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez, final question to you. We've had so much Spain across the region, you know, ever since the halcyon days of West Indies cricket, that period between 1980 and 1995, we all know what happened when Mark Taylor brought the team uh, to the Caribbean and we lost. And ever since then, we have struggled. And there's a glimmer of hope coming from Bangladesh with the Craig Bassett-led team winning. What does this victory mean to the Caribbean man and the Caribbean woman? You know, in my own context, in St. Vincent and Grenadines, I have a mantra which I speak from the platform all the time. And I tell the young people this, we are not better than anyone, but no one is better than us. Mm -hmm. We have a civilization of nobility, with a certain historical grounding. And we have a trajectory for further development and further ennoblement. And when we have our men and women perform in sports, for, and we are talking about cricket here, that it lifts us all. It is part of the upliftment further of our civilization. And it touches our spirit. It touches our soul. And certainly, um, I mean, why, why would I stay up in the, until four in the morning? Mm -hmm. watching, um, watching guys playing all the way in Bangladesh. No, it, it, it's a special meaning. And if those who don't understand it, ah, I can't explain to them. Now, uh, an, 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 an ornithologist may be able to describe very well and analyze how the birds fly. But can you lecture the birds as to how they fly? No. It is in us. It is part of us. It is who we are. And that's why it lifts us. Dr. Gonzalez, I want to thank you for coming through and talking to us and spending so much of your very valuable time to be with us on Mason and Guests.
We want to thank you, Derek Murray, as well. I don't know if you're back. Yes, Doctor. Yes. My 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 wife asked me mm-hmm. what I'd be talking about. Yes. From six fifteen to eight o'clock. Yes. She said, "Well, I I must send you your dinner before you start at six fifteen. She said you have to be fortified to deal with Andrew Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I like that. <laughs> That's a wonderful one. I want to thank you, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez. All the pleasure to have you. Yes, 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 Mr. Clive. I have just something here to read. I wanted sure. Gonzalez to hear it. If it, it won't take too long. Sure. What I feel the government should I feel and this is my, this is what I think about sport. I feel the government should seek to, uh, to elevate the level and quality of sports programs in schools and make it an important part of the curriculum. Over mm-hmm. the years, mm-hmm. scientists have long held the view that regular aerobic exercise can positively affect the brain. In fact, expanding research has shown that exercise can improve the performance of the brain by boosting memory and actually speeding up the mm-hmm. learning process. Mm-hmm. And studies have shown that school-age children who have a higher level of aerobic fitness possess information more efficiently. It is vital that governments as well as teachers and other administrators understand the importance of sport in the development of our society and recognize the virtues of applying humans and financial resources to this institution accordingly. Mm -hmm. Sports provide healthy challenges. Sports create professional opportunities. Sports provide a foundation for wholesome human development. A healthy society is the underpinning of a productive nation. Wonderfully said. Um, Dr. Gonzalez, your response? Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. Completely. Thank you. Right. Okay. Well, so I want to thank you, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez, for coming through and talking to us. Uh, thanks to Derek Murray. Of course, the first time we can spy in a long time. I, I know you're very, very happy. Um, you, you, you won't have carnival, uh, Derek. Um, we're planning to have cup over here, you know, even in COVID. So you can come to Barbados and enjoy uh, our, our night mornings there in St. Vincent. Uh, I know that Ian Bradshaw is unhappy that he's not going to have uh, any carnival. Well, thanks uh, to you, uh, Clive. They call it, is it Mashamani there in, in, in Ghana, Clive? Is it Mashamani? Mashamani. Right. On, on, wrong mid the 23rd, I think it is, just before yes, you. Yes, yeah, yes, I, yes. I, I know. I, know I my... just wanted to say, I forgot to say hello to Derek. Yes, Derek. How are you doing? How are you doing, Derek, with the Axiom Solvay? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing well? We're going to hear you, um, Derek. Uh, we, we're not hearing you, Derek. You, you, you're going to turn it on? Yes? How are you doing with the Axiom the salt fish? You know, they say crab and Kailalu is sweeter than flying fish and cuckoo. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm getting used to it. You have to come and share some with me sometime soon. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> of course, Dr. Ralph Gonzalez, I want to share the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've got another five minutes left in the show. Andrew, there's, there's, there's one matter on which... Yes. Um, sometime last year, yes. um, or might have been 2000 and, uh, 
2019. Right. You had on this program the late great Oinata. Yes, yes. Gary Sobers. Yes. Gary and, and myself. Yes. And you had pledged to organize the domino competition. In right. Which, so Gary and I were going to play against Owen and whoever Owen brought with mm-hmm. him. Yes. I don't know whether Derek or Clive are very good at domino playing. Um, since Owen is no longer around, we need... I don't know if Mia plays dominoes. Um, yeah, she, does. She, does. she does. Derek. she Derek does. She does. She does. Prime Minister. We still have that domino competition to, to play, you know. Uh, yeah, indeed. I don't... I don't Yes, I don't want you to wait until I am dead and then you have Gary alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful part. I want to thank you, Prime Minister. It's always a pleasure to have you. Um, make sure you go home. And, of course, you, 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 not a lot of time to rest because, of course, the series against Sri Lanka is going to be started on March the 3rd. All the games are going to be in Antigua. Thanks to you, Derek. Enjoy your Aki and Saltfish. We want to thank Ian Bradshaw with us. Thanks, of course, to Sir Clive Lloyd all the way in England. Philo Wallace was with us earlier, and, of course, uh, wonderful work there from Haley Matthews. And we really want to West, wish the West Indies team very well. Roger Harper was with us as well earlier, and, my course, Dr. Andrew Ford. And i got to say, the business of a leader... Australia, Bangladesh, Bermuda and Canada, England, the Netherlands, India and Ireland... New Zealand, Kenya, Pakistan and Scotland, South Africa, Zimbabwe and Sri Lanka, administrators, players and fans, welcome to World Cup Cricket in the Caribbean. Welcome to the best place in the world, welcome to the best game in the world, every man and woman, every boy and girl, welcome to the best place in the world. We want you to have real fun in these islands under the sun. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome to the best game in the world. Every man and woman, every boy and girl. Welcome to the best place in the world.
opportunity to invite you to be with us next Sunday evening when you'll have more cricket talk and we're hoping to have an exciting guest with us on Sunday. We're working on something special for you and we hope you join us. The number you know that you can call is 1-515-605-9850. Of course we do have a, an entertainment show on Saturday morning from 9 until 12 and you can get some entertainment, some music, some sports and some commentary and the works. But our main event is come Sunday afternoon when we have a panelist of some seven or so persons who will be giving you an in-depth analysis of cricket wherever it is being played. And we hope you can tell others and you yourself can join us. Make your voices be heard. one 605 9850 Good night and God bless.